2: Back at it again after this holiday weekend. CP from Knicks Fan TV here. Monday Night Knicks. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. On tonight's episode, we're going to expose all of these Knicks rumors popping up out of nowhere. The Okie Doke is in full effect. And we're going to talk about uh, what's going on with that. Plus, Denny Evdia. The draft prospect out of Israel looks like his stock is rising, so we're going to talk about that as well, and whatever else you guys want to talk about, man, phone lines are up 657-383-1509, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up button for your boy, so I woke up the other day, man, and uh, one of my homies called me, or texted me, I woke up to a text and one of my homies was like, what do you think about these Dame Lillard rumors, I was like, Dame Lillard rumors, I was like, what are you talking about? So, so, so then I'm looking on the internet, and it's just it's just a frenzy of just outlandish rumors about Dame Lillard, about Devin Booker, and, and connecting them to the Knicks. So, let's, let's unpack this, this Dame situation first, right? Damian Lillard, in a GQ interview, had said that uh, a couple years ago, he did think that he was going to land with the Knicks. So now, Berman of the Post is asked in a mailbag question if the Knicks would pursue Damian Lillard. This was just a question from a fan. And Berman responded that if if Dame did ask for a trade, it is believed that the Knicks and Lakers would be his choices. It is believed. All of a sudden, media outlets all over the place, Barstool Sports... Um, the Ringer, you name it, is Lincoln Dame to the Knicks in a potential trade. Utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. This is the okie-doke. Devin Booker. Devin Booker now gets interviewed and, and says, um, you know, positive things about Leon Rose, his old agent. Of course, he's going to say nothing but good things. He likes Leon Rose. He's a good guy, trustworthy guy, so on and so forth. Now, Berman's mailbag says Booker could emerge as a potential um, trade target in terms of that disgruntled star category. Now, here we go, all over the internet. You got, um, like I said, Barstool Sports. Everybody now piling on the bandwagon that the Knicks are going to be trading for these guys. And it's like, here we go again. We've been down that road already with the KD stuff. Now, the KD stuff was a little bit different in that the KD rumors to the Knicks was uh, league-wide speculation. Even players were, were thinking that this was pretty much a done deal. You know, so that the, the KD situation was a little bit interesting because I think it did have a lot of legs. I think it was very realistic. Now, as we know, in the end, it never happened. So that just goes to show you that even at the 25th hour, Things can change, plans can change. I really do think you know the the Katie to the Knicks rumors were legit, but for whatever reason, they never got them. But these type of rumors with the dames and the and the Booker, we we gotta stop with the with the speculation, people, because it trickles out from Berman. And it, listen, I don't think I don't think Berman did anything wrong. I think he's speculating. You know, I think Berman has brought truth to a lot of um, his work and has a lot of good sources and, and and has been a valued guest on the show. But media guys like him, the beat writers, they speculate on things. You know, they try to connect the dots based on so-and-so's connection with so-and-so. Right. So now in Booker's case, him being the former uh, client of Leon Rose, maybe he will be that disgruntled star, you know, tired of losing in Phoenix and ask out. In terms of Dame, I don't I don't believe it for a second. I think Dame is a much more loyal dude. Booker, you never know. I, I think Booker is, is a realistic possibility, but the only problem with Booker is that he just signed a five-year deal last offseason with the Suns. So the Knicks would have no leverage whatsoever, at least for the next three years. You know, so then it comes down to are you willing to mortgage everything because that's what it's going to cost when you don't have leverage for a player of his caliber to just put him on the team and then worry about how you're going to build after that? It's back to the same old, same old Knicks if they were to pursue that route. So the question is, how patient is Leon Rose and World Wide West and James Dolan, most importantly, how patient are they going to be for this rebuild? You know what I mean? How patient are they going to be for this rebuild? But but don't fall for the media okie doke, man. They do it to us all the time. They do it to us all the time. And then when these things don't happen, they blame you <laughs> for believing it. You know what I mean? They blame you for thinking that it was actually going to happen. These media outlets use the Knicks fans for clickbait all the time. It never fails. Why? Because... They know of all of NBA media or of the NBA fan base, the Knicks fan is the best fan, even though the team stinks. The Knicks fan is the most engaging fan. They're the most into it. The team is perennial loser for the last 20 years, but we still support. We're still into the news. We're still into the rebuild if they can do so properly. And so these media outlets... When they're looking for stories, when they're looking for engagement, they'll take that Berman, you know, speculation and turn it into, you know, this star wants to go to the Knicks or the Knicks think they can land this star, so on and so forth. So don't fall for the okie doke Alright? We're not going to fall for the okie doke this time. The KD situation, the LeBron decision, those are two that I, I, I think... LeBron, I thought when, when the LeBron rumors were going down, the, the decision of 2010, I thought it was about 80% chance that he was really coming here. KD, because we got burned by LeBron, I thought KD was more 60%, you know, even though the rumors were were pretty hot that, that he was coming here. So, but these other ones with Dane, with with Booker, it's not happening, man. So, so we, we got to get off those, those pipe dreams. And uh, figure out how this team is going to be building going forward, man. We got the lottery coming up August 25th, draft coming up in October. They were um, talking about a potential bubble, secondary bubble for the losing teams. It doesn't seem like the Knicks are too interested in that. So it doesn't seem like that's going to go down. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. How's everybody doing out there, man? Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. You know what time it is. CP from the TV checking in. Phone lines are up, 657-383-1509. Let me know what you guys think. I uh, hope you guys had a good holiday. You know, my holiday was great, man. Just spent some time with the family. Took the grill out, threw some ribeyes on the grill. And it was just a good time, man. Just low-key kicking back. Great weather here in New York. And, uh, you know, that's that's all you could ask for, man that's definitely all you can ask for. Let's hear from my guy um JJ from Atlanta wants to talk weighing on the on the rumors JJ what's going on man?
3: What's good CP?
2: How you doing bro?
1: Good man, good man. First of all, I just want to give a shout out everybody need to hit that thumbs up and go cop the merch that CP got. Cop the merch. It's, that heat. it's none of that big ball of BS.
2: Cop the merch. That Mitch please t-shirt is flying cop off the, the shelves, merch, man. Cop that merch, man. Appreciate it.
1: Definitely. But nah, just real quick, man. Um, If we do fall to the sixth pick, I really would love to get Denny and then probably look at drafting like Trey Jones maybe later on in the draft. Hmm. Or, you know, maybe one of those other guys that's kind of underrated. But yeah, that's all I really wanted to talk about today, though.
2: Okay. No, No doubt, man. Appreciate the call, man. Thanks for support, man. Be safe down there in the A, too, man. All right, CP. And a lot of wild things going down down there, man. So just be safe out there, bro. All right, you too, man. Yeah, man. Um, so speaking of Denny, JJ, with the perfect segue, uh, I like when my guests call in and segue. Hey, Denny Fidia is having a monster um, return from break. Denny Evdia is having a monster return from break Um, today against uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv's chief rivals. Um, a 27-point outing by Denny. 27-point outing by Denny. Four of eight shooting from three. This is the most important uh, statistic in when it, in regards to Denny Abdia because most of the scouts that you hear from uh, weigh in on his weaknesses and say that it's his shooting. It's it's a inconsistent three point shot, free throw shooting as well. Denny right now is damn near shooting 50% from three, 14 of 29 since coming back from break with Maccabi Tel Aviv. And uh, today, listen, he, he showed off a lot of his versatility today, man, at six foot nine. Um, he had his inside game going, playmaking. And again, stroking that three, man. And so the question I have is, is Denny's stock, could it be rising any more? Right now, you know, the mocks have him hovering around between four, six, seven here and there. Could it it be rising? Could Denny be benefiting from the fact that uh, he's, you know, has more film than the rest of these prospects? You know, the rest of these NCAA prospects have shut it down for the last two months. Denny and his team are still going and he's looking good, man. He, he's looking good. You you can't front. He Denny is looking good, and I think it's not I think he's going to be a solid role player uh, in the league wherever he goes. I don't I don't necessarily see a star in him, but I I think he would slide in well here with RJ with Mitch, an additional playmaker. If he continues to space the floor and shoot the the three well like he's doing now. Um, that I think that bodes well for him, and I think that'll be a, a great fit for the Knicks. Obviously, we need another floor spacer, but this is a guy that can take it end to end, coast to coast, and make a play as well. So having that additional facilitator out there is always a good thing. Include on top of a RJ um, that that can is, is capable as well. Now JJ also mentioned Trey Jones with the later pick. If you went Denny with this pick, I would still try to go up and get Kira. I would try to see if if you can get Kira on a trade I like Trey Jones I think he's he's a leader I think he's a he's a good uh, floor general excellent defender as well but I, I, I I'd like to take some more chances at the point position see if we can get a, a dynamo in here a really an engine starter so I would try to go up and get uh uh Kira if they did go Denny you know and some of you guys in the chat don't like Denny at that pick listen it's a realistic situation. Because the Knicks right now have a fifty percent chance of landing between the sixth and the seventh pick, so you know uh, you guys might not be want to hear that, but that that's the reality of the situation. And yes, that is Amari Stoudemire in those highlights, man. Um, Amari caught found Denny with the with the under the basket pass, and, and then he returned the favor, man. So status is out there in Israel, the rebirth of Amari Stoudemire, cut his dreads off. And, uh, stat, stat looking like a, a young stat out there, man. Funnily enough, this team, um, Stoudemire purchased a, a ownership stake in the, uh, with the chief rival of Maccabi Tel Aviv. And then that was, I was in 2013. He bought a stake in the team. That was the original team he played for at I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. So don't crucify me on that one, but. Um, So when Stat went to Maccabi Tel Aviv, there was some beef there, man. There was some beef when when Stat went to uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv because that was the chief rival of um, his former team. And the fans in Israel were not too pleased with with Stat signing with Maccabi Tel Aviv in January. But yeah, that is Stat. And uh, that is Stat with, with Denny Adia running the show. So what do you guys think, man? Like like I said, the chief weakness of Denny's game was said to be his shooting, and that he's worked on changing changing his form. We heard from uh, David Zenon when he was on the show. He he kind of broke down Denny's shot and what what he liked about it. I'm gonna put a link to that uh, for you guys on YouTube as well uh, at after this video, but. Whatever he's worried, whatever he fixed with the mechanics looks like it's working because he's damn near shooting, uh, fifty percent from three, fourteen and twenty nine from three. That's pretty good. You know, pretty good. And when we had the international scout Jason Philippe on, Jason watched Danny uh, at length for a couple of years. Now he he compared his awareness. He didn't compare him one for one to Luca, but he 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 compared his awareness his floor IQ to Luka Doncic. Not the play, all right? So I don't want everybody in the chat to go crazy. Not the play, but his overall feel for the game at a young age. You compare him to a Luka Doncic. So where, do, where does Denny fall uh, in the draft or rise? Could, it, could his stock be rising? We'll see. But you guys be the judge. Let me know what you think in the chat. Let's see um who else we got in here. Let's keep it in Atlanta. Leroy's up next. Leroy, how you feeling, man?
4: Hey, C P, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing
2: great. Okay, what do you want to talk about? I
4: gonna mean, talking about talking about
2: the draft a little bit. Mm-hmm.
4: I think one of our one of the things we've got to focus on right now is we've been getting a lot of soft players role players in that regard, but we really need some college ball players who are accustomed to playing a more harder type of ball. We got a lot of softball we need players dogs. We've had in the past. We need, we need some guys that can really, really play a harder brand of basketball. Yeah. And I think one of the problems that we have with international ball players, I think this is what Frank is going through. Frank is a great, I believe, complimentary ball player. But I think Frank needs to be with some horses that really can spot up and, and really ball while he plays the role. I think we've got a role player like Frank that can like, fill in different things and pass and shoot, international uh, uh-huh. style. But we need some guys that can really put the ball in the hole
2: from college. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you 100%, man. We need some dogs, man. We, we need some absolute dogs. I think there's nothing wrong with, with you know, the international style or the, the Franks of the world. I think they bring a, a great balance. I think they bring um, um, those glue pieces. You, you know, there's something to be said about those guys because they play more team ball. You know, they're not, they're not isolation, selfish mm-hmm. players, but, but the dogs are, are, are who close. You know, the dogs are who get you those tough buckets when you need it. And that, that's what we need. That's what we're looking for. You know, we need John Talento in the chat. We need those pit bulls. Absolutely, I, I agree with you guys a hundred percent. Will we get it here? Time will tell. Time will tell. All depends on the on where we is, fall in the ladder. I want
4: to ask you about the coaching situation too, mm-hmm. just for just as the last point. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to me like um, we're, we're not focusing really on coaching, thinking about player development, and I I think we really need to look at a player development coach more than we are because the chances of us getting free agents and all that is a is a risk, but we still got to develop these young guys. What do you think about that? Play Absolutely. a development coach.
2: Absolutely. You definitely need a coach with a focus on development. The question is, do you believe in Tibbs as a developer? Tibbs, hit Tibbs, who's the favorite? Not saying that they're going to go with him, but Tibbs, who's the favorite? Do you believe in Tibbs as a developer of young talent based on, not necessarily what he did in soda, mm-hmm. because that didn't end well, but what about the Bulls?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, what about, what well, about the Bulls? This is, that's my
4: thoughts about Tibbs. You know, is Tibbs really I, – I think Tibbs is a great coach, but is Tibbs a player development coach? Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I man. mean, I don't know. I just don't – he doesn't – he's never shown that in his resume, his style, his patience. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying he can't change, but – that seems to be – it's going to be a major issue who that coach is. I think that's going to bigger, be a big decision for what Leon Rose and West and all these cats are dealing Agreed. with right now.
2: <clears throat> uh, totally agree. I, I think, appreciate the call, Leroy. I, I think with Tibbs, it just feels like if they go get Tibbs, it's more of a aggressive rebuild, right? Because how, how long is a Tibbs going to be in this for? You know, I want to see a coach in here for the long haul. Is Kenny that guy? Is Tibbs that guy? Or or are they just four-year guys, you know? At the same time, if you harken back to if you go back to uh, Leon Rose's interview with Mike Breen how he described the coach that he wants, he kind of emphasized a coach with experience, right? A guy that's going to command that respect in the huddle where all 12 guys, all 13 guys are going to be looking at that guy and, and knowing that he's in charge. That seemed like a like a Tibbs, maybe Atkinson over a young upstart. So, just seems like they they want some experience here, which I can, which I would agree with. I think you need somebody with experience here because this is just a different animal. The question is, are these guys going to be in it for the long haul, and will we have the patience to allow them to go through the struggles when you don't necessarily have all the horses? Or are you going to speed it up and just try to bring guys in here just for the sake of building a team? It's an, ex- it's an excellent question. I'm just not so sure myself. It's an excellent question. Here is the Tankathon. If we take a look at the draft odds. I said the Knicks were about 50% odds of 6th and 7th, right? 7th and 8th, sorry. 7th and 8th. Correction. So they got a damn near 30% chance at 7th and a 20% chance at 8th. 8.6% chance at 6th. No chance at 5th. 9% chance at basically 1 through 4. Say almost 10% at 4. So 7 and 8 could be realistic picks for the Knicks. A guy like a Denny might not be there, but a guy like a Halliburton might be there. You know, I, I think... There's a chance that, you know, obviously a lot of people are are looking for, we're always looking for that superstar talent in the draft. We're always looking for the the potential game changes. But you may not get it. You know, it may come at a point where you just get a guy that can fit in and and fill a role. They can still help the team. But it it may not be that dog that you're looking for. Or do they trade down? Do they try to trade up? Six or seven, I mean seven or eight. The cost of trading up to try to go get a Lamelo in the top three, it's going to be pricey. It's going to be very pricey. So, hey, it's a lottery for a reason, man. It's a crapshoot. It's an absolute crapshoot. So let's see where we end up. Let's hear from my guy Jay Boogie in the building. Jay Boogie, what's going on?
1: Hey, what's going on with you, fam? How you doing, man? Shout out to everybody. Hope everybody's staying healthy and safe, man. Happy couple of days after the 4th of July. You too, man. Y'all know me. I'm going to keep it always 100. When I speak, I speak from the heart. I don't care nothing about the Dameland, Little Talk. I don't care nothing about the Booker Talk or the Rumor Talk, the Trade Talk. The main issue is is have patient. The patient is only for one year, two thousand and twenty one. Until then, continue on building this roster. We need to build a roster foundation with the bench. That's a fact. And and just stay Stick with that situation right there. Take a page out of Toronto Raptors. They build that team straight from the bench. That's why I talked about Jerry Stackhouse, whether he come here or not. They build that roster. They build that bench, and then they brought the killers over there. Mm -hmm. That's what we got to do, continue on building the roster and the bench. I don't know why people do not see the future of R.J. and Money Mitch. Could you imagine them two players right now three years down the road? We got to see further than just a a, a trade talk. You see what's down the road and look what's happening for the future. And if we get this, R.J. and Mitch, they need to be watching the footage of Luad Bing and the footage of Joe Kim Noah because during that time in that offensive set, they was killers, man. They was killers, man. I I had enough of this trade talking and all that there. Build the roster in the foundation. Build it get proper. the coaches in there, the sisters, the suits, the ties, so we can develop the players and bring strength to the city, man. Peace,
2: one love. Peace, peace, Jay Boogie. Always, uh, Jay Boogie always bringing it, keeping it real, man. Jay Boogie always keeping it real. We got to build the roster, man. Enough with the quick fix talk. Enough with the quick fix talk. Like I told you, when my guy texted me on the Dame Willard rumors, I gave him you know the you know the side eyed uh meme that James Harden did is uh st- uh Craig Sager that's always going around Twitter. I, I gave him one of those through the text message. Like there, there's no way. You know what I mean? I, I'm just not interested in the trade rumors or anything like that. You know. Now, on the on conversely, like when I talked about the marketing and trade rumors, um, There was a report that marketing was not happy in Chicago. So, yeah, I want to talk about a trade where the Knicks should potentially look into getting a guy like a a marketing if they can get him on the cheap, a guy that can space the floor, so on and so forth. Something like that, but has more legs than a guy that's fully on the contract in the middle of a playoff run, never said anything about being unhappy or anything like that. You know, it's, it's just just shooting blind, basically, just shooting blind. Uh, Let me salute to the chat. Somebody said we got 600 people in the chat. Salute to everybody in chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to everybody watching on Facebook as well. Hope everybody had a good holiday weekend uh, with your families. Let me run through some of the super chats. Payback Carter sends his fight out super chat. He says, hashtag trade DSJ. He blocked me on IG. So Payback Carter has officially been blocked for the DSJ slander. Um, Big J in the chat says, Nick's got to be patient, focus on building before going big game hunting. Let's hope Leon gets that. They better because if they do it, you know, the the, the fans are going to revolt. The fans are going to revolt. A book of trade, like I said, I could see down the road, but it's going to cost you a lot. You know, some of you people like to throw, just throw Randall, throw Frank in a trade. You can't stand them as current players on the team. But you want to throw him in a trade to come get Devin Booker. Like, it don't work that way. You know, it, it, it does not work that way. Shout out uh, Hosby up there in Canada. Hosby, is it snowing up there in Canada, man? You missed the UK yet, but sh- shout out to Hosby. Um, the Body Love 23 sends a fight out, super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, Payback Carter super chat again says, don't believe the hype. Yeah, definitely. I'm not with that. Shout out Lawan Williams. Sends us a five dollar super chat as well. Luan, definitely appreciate it. Louis B sends a super chat. He says, Um, I really want to build this team around RJ and Mitch. I'm a Knicks Jets and Mets fan. Tons of patience. Yeah, you gotta have patience if, if you're supporting that trio. Trust the process, build the team the right way. Stay safe and healthy. Louis from Staten. Salute to Louis. Knicks, Mets, and Jets, man. That's a whole lot of pain, Louie. So salute to Louis, man. You're you definitely patient, definitely loyal. Shout out Chuck D. Chuck D, That those are his teams. And uh, Chuck D was breaking it down. If you guys haven't caught that Chuck D interview, make sure you catch it along with the other interviews that we did, man. The, the legend, the icon Chuck D came through and, and blessed us with, with um, a whole lot of wisdom, a whole lot of laughs. And, and it was a great time with Chuck. So make sure you guys catch up on the Chuck D interview. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new as well. So we can shout you guys out, and always remember that these shows are also available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, pretty much everything. So we make sure you guys are covered, you never have to miss a show, whether it's video or audio. Michael Parker, number one fan of the show, sends us a super chat, says, hope everyone had a safe 4th of July. Salute CP, salute to the chat, one time for the bods, no to Dame Trade, Team Lamelo all day. Well, I would I would definitely welcome Dane. Don't don't get me wrong. I love Dane. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite player, him Mello. But uh yeah, it's, it's just unrealistic to even think about. Alan Berman, thanks for the super chat. Uh, he says, is Coach LeVar really gonna use Booker with both ball brothers? <laughs> started at the order too. With the one whose name I don't know off the bench. Yeah, Lavar, Lavar's got that uh he's got that pipe dream that, that LaMelo. Uh LiAngelo is the lost brother. Leangelo is the lost brother. And Lonzo on the same team. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Lonzo stepping his game up. His shooting is coming along. We are talking about uh, Danny FD is shooting coming along. Lonzo ball shooting is definitely coming along. So we'll see what happens um, in the playing, in the, in the restart. And all eyes will obviously be on Zion on the Pelicans. See if they can make some noise in there. But Lonzo has been playing well. Um, shout out, oh, Ohinaba Afriye, sends a super chat, says Knicks gotta keep the faith and trust the rebuild, build from the ground up, definitely, 100%, Boxing Trav, thanks for the super chat, Robert Paris, thanks for the super chat, and um, shout out to Team Hashtag New, let's, let's go through and salute to those guys, we got Devin Higgins, salute to Devin Higgins, salute to Rigelio Cooper. Also hashtag new. Uh, so salute to you guys. Welcome to the show. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up button for your boys. We got to get to at least. We got 600 people watching. We got to get 600 thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Some of you guys are watching on your phone. If you see the chat, just hit the X on the chat and you'll see the thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up and hit that share button for sure to support the show. Definitely appreciate all the super chats. All right. A couple more calls before we wrap up. Let's hear it from my guy Ari, back at it again. Ari, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, CP? How you doing? How you doing, bro?
6: I'm good, I'm good. Um, yeah, with these rumors, I'm pretty much spot on with you. Um, you know, first of all, Damian Lillard is my favorite basketball player in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Um but <laughs> cold blooded. You know, he's just gonna he's gonna cost us too much money yeah. and um if he can't win with C J McCollum and Carmelo and Yusuf Nurkic, then You know, there's no. I I don't see him making any sense, really, for the Knicks, especially he's also, like, older. He's not on the same timeline as Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the the bunch that we have, right? Now, Devin Booker, I find a little bit more interesting. Um, The thing about Booker is he's still going to cost too much, and it's not like he's winning anything in Phoenix either. Correct. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's worth to trade too much for him either. Um, But, you know, also he has four years, three or four years left on his deal. So, you know, Teams will outbid us for Devin Booker, so sure. I wouldn't even look into that either. Um, you know what I would do is um, I would see where we get in the draft. Um, in my opinion, it's a Lamelo Ball or bust draft. Oh. In my opinion, um, and then you know if you don't get Lamelo, you know I would um, I would seriously look at trading for Chris Paul. You know he only has two years left on his deal. You it, he won't cost that much for us. We're not going to get free agents anyway. He'll change the culture. He'll spread the floor. He'll hold people accountable. Um, and, you know, he'll help RJ and Mitch develop. But what I think we have to really focus on is that, like, if our building blocks are Mitch and RJ, then everybody else has to be able to shoot. If For Mitch sure. and RJ are on the floor, For then sure. all the three positions, everybody has to be able to shoot. Absolutely. So obviously you want dogs on this team, but what's more important than dogs uh I think is shooters, right? Yes. So, um, you know, that's why I like the Laurie M Laurie Marketing idea that you said. I like that idea. Um, and you know, Chris Paul could shoot, man, Chris and Paul he's a brilliant shoot. basketball mind. He'll hold people accountable. And I don't think he will cost us that much. I'm not saying give any draft picks right. or trade RJ, anything like that. I'm just saying for the price, I think he makes a lot of sense for the Knicks. He'll change the culture, he'll bring stability to the organization, he'll help us in the twenty twenty one free agency. And I think uh I think that's the move. But, um, you know, I think we've learned from the Carmelo Anthony deal that you don't really rush to sign. So you don't give up the farm no, to sign can't. these guys. Those and Devin Booker man. and Damian Luna match. How much I liked them. Prime Mellow was still better than them. Sure. And that was still a, that was still a mistake, uh, in my opinion. They should have just waited. So Agreed. what I would do is do what I just said. And you know what? If a disgruntled free agent who's on the last year of his deal like how Kawhi was like last year before he went to the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And then you have the bargaining power and the leverage to pull off a trade that won't cost us too much assets. That's who you go after. That's who you go after. But with Damian Lillard and Devin Booker, it's going to be too expensive. So story, I think you man. either go for LaMelo, if not LaMelo, Chris Paul, and then you wait for the disgruntled star. So that's where I'm at.
2: Okay. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Good good call, all right. Yeah, you listen, you know, the Chris Paul trade, we talked about it at length in this show is one that I would go for. It's one that I would go for, man. I, I agree with all of Ari's points. I think he's a guy that could help us set the table in terms of the culture. Um, And, you know, Baki in the chat says how he rides his players. Yeah, the injury risk is certainly there. It's, it's certainly, the injury risk is certainly there with CP3, but I think he could really help this team get us in the right direction. And, and could, you know, money-wise, I wouldn't really worry about that. But I would worry about, obviously, what you would have to trade to get him. But CP3 is certainly something that I would entertain, you know, even even though, uh, you know, he, he makes a lot of money. CP3 would definitely help this team a great deal. But, and, and also to Ari's point, we need a ton of shooting, man. A ton of shooting. I would still keep Bullock, though, and and over the course of these next few months, we're going to get into our season reviews, cut him or keep player reviews, all of that stuff as we lead into the draft and free agency and so on, but Bullock is a player that I would still keep because he's still cheap, very cheap contract, and i like to see if he can improve on his three-point numbers uh, than he did last year. Didn't really perform up to up to par last year, but at his contract value... Decent defender, has to be a better than average three-point shooter, um, and has shown the ability to do so. I would like to bring Bullock back. But in terms of the free agent market, you have Bertans. You have Danilo, who uh, Denny kind of reminds me of. I mean, let me know if you agree or disagree. I think Denny reminds me of a young Danilo. And if he can shoot the three that way, I think he definitely reminds me of a a young Danilo. Um, And uh, Joe Harris. Joe Harris, Joe Harris, if Katie and Kyrie are intent on getting their way in Brooklyn and they go out and trade for maybe a Beal, who knows what they're trying to do, does Joe Harris become available? Knicks may have to overpay a little bit. He's a shooter that you want. He's a scrappy defender, good shooter, all around high IQ player. I like Harris for this team need the shooting in a major way especially if you're going to have rj and if you're going to build around rj and mitch which is not a bad idea nick flair in the chat says uh he likes bertans i like bertans a lot tm says denny's agent was in the chat how do, how do we know that for sure so somebody is is that cat as the young guys say is, is that cap somebody said denny fd's agent was in the chat all right well salute to him let us know what you think about denny you know we'd love to get stat on as well uh, hear what Stad has to say about Danny as well. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap up. Let's go to Darnell. Darnell, how you feeling, man?
5: I'm all right, man. How you doing? Good. Good, 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 good. Um, so I had a statement. I had two questions for you. First thing is I was going to be like, you know, I know everyone's saying we need to rebuild, we need to rebuild. Um, I think the Knicks need to do a better job at assessing what they got on the team. I think they really need to take a look and try and play my man Iggy B. Like, I, oh, yeah. I feel like because if we're going to build around Mitch and we're going to build around RJ, RJ and Iggy already have chemistry playing together. Yes. So I think they should explore that some more. Um, My questions to you were, how do you feel about a new logo for the Knicks, number one, and number two? Are you worried about the college, the kids that are coming in through the draft, Mm -hmm. because they have not played basketball since like March or... uh, early April, how do you feel about them coming in without having played organized basketball up until maybe sometime at the late October into November? How do you feel about, do you think they're going to drop in, I guess, their productivity or maybe some a little evil drop in uh, drop in their draft stock. How do you feel yeah. about that?
2: What well, what's the change of the logo gonna do? What's this supposed to bring? Like new luck? You you, you just want to? vibes I well, just I just, I, I just feel logo? like the
5: Knicks have had essentially the same logo. Like I, you know, I feel like everyone's had like a very – Even our secondary logo, <laughs> the joint with the basketball and it says Knicks across it. Hey, I even I like, like that journey, using yeah. something like that, but I'm yeah. just like. You know, I love the Knicks, but I'm just like, this logo. I just, you know, I think it's, you know, you're trying to put it, that something's changed, something yeah. different, something, and I think maybe a different a different look to the team, some new uniforms or something like that, something.
2: I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Appreciate the call, Darnell. And And to a second point with the rust, I mean, I don't think it'll be that, I don't think it's going to change these players that much. I mean, a lot of these one-and-done players are, are coming in inexperienced anyway. You know what I mean? I think the cream is still going to rise to the top regardless. And and some of these guys are going to need work regard, and development regardless of, of if they played a full season uh, or not. You know, NCAA tournament was going to run through end of March, into April, and the season ended end of February. So a lot of these guys missed, what, like a month of real action? Right now, <clears throat> they're going to start getting into their workouts with their trainers and so on and... So, you know, you've seen Cole Anthony's out there working with Brickley. So, I think a lot of these guys is, you know, is par for the course for them. But maybe for the teams, uh, not having that film, you know, how does that affect how these teams evaluate their their players, their, their prospects, and so on? You know, some people like to think, well, a lot of these guys, they look at the high school tape, they look at the college tape, they already have an idea of who they want based on the needs of the team. But like I said, could a guy like a Denny, benefit from having the advantage of more or more tape you know i'd love to speak to somebody in the front office and hear more about it what do you guys think in the chat though does, does the knicks logo need a remake does it need a remake i'm trying to see if i can uh the the old logo with the ball that's my favorite one you know the one with the triangles all right what do you guys think does, does it does it need a, re, a rebrand you know what i mean let me know what you think and then on the show with Chuck D, Chuck had sketched up some jersey mock-ups. Let me know what you guys think about these. This is from the general Chuck D man. Through whip these up quickly, man. He's big, big time uh, visual graphic designer, and threw through some some jersey sketches together for you boys. See, uh, these are some of Chuck's Chuck's work. The one I like that this was this was mine right here. The one. Uh, in, in black, mine right here was black with blue down the side, similar to the 97 jerseys, similar to those 97 ones that, that we really liked. But I put the old school interlocking NY on the shorts and the round ball Knicks logo on the shorts as well. I think that would be a dope concept. I think that would be a real dope concept. Black, blue down the stripe, black shorts, interlocking NY on the shorts with the old logo on the on the, on the the buckle of the shorts, the front of the shorts. I think that would be dope. But, uh, you know, New York has always been a classic. Whether it's the Yankees, the Knicks, the Mets, they don't really change that much. Rangers, they don't really change that much. You know? They, they don't really change that much. But Salutes and Darnell on the call. All right, a couple more and then uh, then we'll wrap up. Nate from Rochester. What's up, Nate? How you feeling? What's up, C.P.? How you doing, man? Good, bro. Long time. How you feeling, bro?
3: Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, about uh, Danny, um, I know it's uh because there's no basketball going on right now, mm-hmm. Like, and Danny's the only one playing. There's a lot of people who are kind of hopping on him now, you know what I mean? It's a mm-hmm. little bit dangerous thinking, just because mm-hmm. like, yeah, we know what he might be now, we'll have more footage on him, mm-hmm. but you also have to think there's a bunch of other prospects, we can't just fall in love with one guy.
2: Sure,
3: sure, sure. Um, I do think, though, as far as like, that what the team needs, our first, Need, I think, it's not a point guard, but a scorer, somebody that can actually like, get buckets, and yeah. a second's a point guard. Yes. But for just looking at fits for a team, and, like, who would be the best fit for a team, I think Denny might actually profile to that, just because yeah. he can handle the ball a little bit, he can score a little bit. Like, he does, like, a little bit of everything, and he's also, like, a wing. I, I think we're actually really, um, we need, like, a wing player that can kind of, uh,
2: well, we, we, Do a little bit of everything. We need to know what Kev is gonna be. What is Kev going to be in year three? Is Kev going to step up to the plate and establish himself, or is he still gonna be the puppy dog that's gonna need more time to to, to get off the the the, uh, the training pad? You know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta figure I, I out what you, we're doing at the at three. At this
3: point, I think Kev his best point, like his best spot, would be as like a guy in the corner that you can kick out to cause I do believe yeah. in this jumper. I think that the form is there. Me I think too. it's all about. But as far as his handle goes, and just like playmaking for other people and like yeah. playing defense and all that other stuff.
5: Yeah.
3: I don't think he's going to amount much more than that. But if he gets that like corner three down and like other just like catch and shoot, mm-hmm. it'd be perfect. And um I think there still might be something there. But um as far as like the point guards go, like I don't think like Lamelo is like a guy. If we get number one, we should take him just because his passing ability is just like I think it's transcendent. Yeah,
2: he can't. But I'm not
3: really in love with like too many of the other point guards, and that's why I think if we if we don't get Lamelo, I think Denny might be our next uh, best um, pick. Just because he does a little bit of everything, he can kind of plug up a lot of holes. But um, yeah, yeah, that's all I really got. So.
2: Appreciate it. Appreciate the call, man. Good to hear from you, Nate. Yeah, I think, listen, is it some recency bias with the Denny stuff? Yeah, but I think also is, his skill sets are something that would fit the Knicks. I don't think you could argue that. You know, how good is he going to be at the next level? Like I said, I think he's more role player than any type of star, transformational player. But, you know, like I said, it is, he has a good IQ, he passes the ball well. And if he's shooting a three ball like that, what 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 is there not to like he's six foot nine how is his defense gonna be at the next level Will he be a three or four yeah we'll see, but uh offensively you know the he he looks like he has the tools that that you would like to see and a guy that could fit in well with with r j mitch for sure def definitely um yeah we'll definitely love lamello obviously um how do the knicks feel about halliburton? good question another intriguing prospect. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Next up, Dwayne from Yonkers. How you feeling, bro? Yo, Dwayne going once. Dwayne going twice. All right, Dwayne got cold feet. Um, salute to everybody in the chat. We've topped seven hundred people. Salute to everybody for watching, man. CP from the fan TV checking in. Hope you guys had a Great holiday if you celebrated here in the U.S. of A. Hope you guys had a great holiday weekend. Uh, if you're checking in internationally, to so you guys as well, man. Throw your cities in the chat. Let me know where you guys are checking in from. Remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Alexa. Hit that thumbs up on for you boys. And always share these videos, Facebook, Twitter, text a friend, whoever it is they're a basketball fan, if they're a Knicks fan, they need to be here because this is the number one show for the fans by the fans. Make no mistake, salute to all 700 in here. We got to see 700 thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If we make it to 800 before this next call is over, we'll, we'll do another giveaway. If we make it to 800 before these next two calls are over, we'll do another giveaway. Last show or a couple shows back to celebrate 20,000, we gave away uh, Kevin Knox jersey with the 20 on it, obviously the, the symbolism there, and a uh, Nick snapback. So let's see. Um, Dave, please also distribute the link to the mailing list. For those of you that have not signed up for the mailing list, very important that we have your contacts on file. We won't spam it out. We don't sell your information. We just need it to keep you informed. Of upcoming content, upcoming events. Once we all, once we eventually do in-person events, we'll, we'll, you know, send you guys those notifications because sometimes YouTube doesn't give the notifications out, and so we want to make sure that we have a, a database of your contacts so that we can get in contact with you guys and keep you updated on the latest and greatest. So Dave just threw a link in the chat. Make sure you guys sign up for the mailing list. Very important, especially when we do these giveaways and things like that. All right, Camille from New Brunswick. What's going on, Camille? How you doing?
7: Hey, CP. What's going on, man? Big, a big, big fan, man.
2: How's everything? Um, Appreciate it.
7: Re- real quick, man. I just wanted to call in. Uh, I-, I was listening to a bunch of uh, people that were calling in, and
6: mm-hmm. I know
7: you- I know you're a big, big fan of Kevin Knox and letting him giving him time to develop and all that.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: I was a big fan of him also. Don't get me wrong, but um, listen, man, we've lacked a floor general for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that I think that we need this year. And I'm all in on going in for Lamelo. Um, I'm telling you, man. Like my my trade that I want to do for Lamelo, let's say we wind up with like six, seven, or eight, is we do we package our pick uh, with Kev Knox and one of the Mavs picks to move up. It's not gonna happen. The, the main thing is with Kev. What I don't like about him, or what I've I've noticed about him since he's come into the league, and I, I get it, he's still young, is the fact that whenever he misses a shot his head immediately goes down and then he starts running up court and he's mm-hmm. not even looking up court. Mm-hmm. Then when he's dribbling and he's like driving to the basket, he dribbles the ball too far away from his body. He can't really get his dribbling down. Right. The main thing is like, I think that what we really need to do is go after LaMelo this year, do that type of trade. If we get six, seven or eight and get that floor general. And obviously like his shooting is, is suspect, but at the end of the day, that's something that, that can be developed, but he has that confidence to be able to lead a team and, He'll mesh well with, especially Mitch, but he'll mesh well with uh, R.J. And then at mm-hmm. some point we'll go after that shooter, if that makes sense.
2: I, yeah, I get you, I get you, Camille. But that trade's not going to get it done, man. If you're trying to go up from seven, eight to one, or you know two, depending on where Lamelo is. Kev's not gonna get. Kev's not gonna bring you bring you that Lamelo man with the with the with the, with the your well, current I, I, pick in the mean, Dallas along pick. Along
7: with along with uh, along with our pick, and then like maybe one of the Mavs picks. You don't think that'll
2: get done? I don't, I don't think so. I, th- I think you're going to be looking at another unprotected pick the year after that. That's a low. That's a low placement from you know the top three to seven. You know what I mean? Like like Golden State, right? Where, where would they go? Like. You're gonna have to pay, man. Can, well, can, is, Kev is not gonna thing, get you that pick.
7: Look, look, look this way, I mean, Golden State has a better chance to land at the at the fifth pick than on any other pick, right? Yeah. But let's just say hypothetically, Golden State gets that third pick.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: They're more inclined to get somebody like like a Denny because yeah. they love his shooting. He'd be he great for their them. type of play. Mm-hmm. Um, Wiseman isn't really like someone that they would 100 percent go after. Anthony Edwards, maybe. Um, I see him more with that, either Atlanta or or the Cavs, mm-hmm. but like Denny's probably like the type of player they want. If Denny's to fall to like seven or something like that, I would see Golden State being willing to give it up. I mean, obviously, if you don't agree with the amount um, that we'd have to give up, yeah. like in terms of Cavs a pick a and then the Nash pick, obviously something else will have to be thrown in. But I think Golden State will be more inclined to trade with us if they're able to pick
5: somebody like Denny.
2: Yeah, I hey, appreciate the call, man. I just think a trade like that, to go from seven to one, you're going to have to put another unprotected lottery pick in there for next year. Those mass picks are not going to get you in, into the one, you know, unless it's in a package with a lot more assets. You know what I mean? And these things change. I got to I gotta look up what the exchange was in terms of Tatum for Fultz, in terms of what um, the Celtics had to give up. But it's it's gonna it's gonna cost you, it's gonna cost you, especially if you drop dropping a seven, especially if you drop dropping a seven. So, uh, appreciate the call, Camille. Definitely appreciate it. We've reached seven forty-six. If we get fifty more people in here, I'm gonna take one more phone call. I'm gonna take one more phone call. Let's see, let's see if Dwayne is back. Dwayne, Dwayne, are you there? Hello. Yo, yo. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. What's going on? What's up, CP man? Um, bro,
3: it's... If Denny is anywhere near a Luca, if the word Luca and Denny are associated in any way, we have to draft that kid. Yeah, I mean clearly we see what the European players bring to the game, IQ, where to be on the court, shooting, and we need that. What do you think?
2: Ab- absolutely, but it, the, the comparison that the scouts were saying and, and appreciate the call, it, it wasn't that one for one he was a Luca because Luca's a dog. Like let's let's make no mistake, Luca's a flat out beast. But he was comparing his awareness and his feel for the game to how Luca approaches the game—just approach, feel, you know, IQ, awareness. But you know, Luca has that. He's starting to, you know, get that dog in him. That's a different beast. That's a that's a different beast. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes, man. But but appreciate the call, Dwayne. Glad we got you in there. Thought you fell asleep, man. Are you cooking some dinner or something? Fell asleep. Uh so to everybody in the chat once again. Let me go through these super chats and salute uh, Rory Campbell. Says he's been supporting since day one. <laughs> How about Obi from Dayton? Obi would be intriguing. Well, you know, what does that mean for uh Julius Randle? But I think I've said from the beginning, I think Obi's a guy that I think he's the most ready of the lottery picks. I think Obi's a guy that's ready to hit the ground running. 20 and 10 guy in college. Can space the floor. He's a guy that you can play in the pick and roll, pick and pop game. Where does Obi fall? Where, where does he go to? You know, where, where does Ob go to? How will his defense uh, improve at the NBA level? That was something that at Dayton wasn't that good. But, you know, not to say, um, you know, it, it doesn't improve at the next level. How will his age impact him in terms of his draft slot? Those are questions I have about Obi, but I think there's no doubt he he'll come in and and uh, contribute right away to any team that he goes to. Big J, fight out super chat. He says first time, long time. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We're at 750. I don't know if we're gonna get to 800 before we do this giveaway, but that we'll do that. We'll do that every show. If we get to 800 each show. We'll we'll do a giveaway. We'll definitely do a giveaway. So continue to share these videos. Hit the thumbs up, leave comments in the chat. That is how YouTube promotes this video, and that's how we get more people in here. It's, it's a simple, simple equation. Park City, Dion, appreciate it. He says, Denny ain't it. <laughs> if it ain't LaMelo, give me Killian. Knox, going to be a legit two-way stretch for Isaiah Joe at 38. Yeah, he did send me something on Isaiah Joe at 38. Um, definitely want to do some more research on Isaiah Joe. All right, what else we got in here? Um, we also had a super chat from Mr. William Ten Seventy Two says, "What would you like to see from Jared Harper? Him and Peters would be make a nice rotation. Jared Harper just has to establish himself in the G League. I don't, you know, I don't know at this point what their expectations are of him. Right now, they have to commit to even keeping him once business reopens in October. So let's just take it one step at a time. Let's see how he does in training camp." in the G League, and when he if he's still in that two-way, see what he does with his minutes. But, you know, when you bring a guy up like that, they're, they're on a, a uphill climb to do anything significant with the team, unless you have injuries or just highly ineffective play. But your point guard is going to come from the draft, it's going to come from free agency or via trade. So, uh, you know, Jared Harper's a nice story. Hopefully, he he contributes somehow, some way to this team down the road, but... I wouldn't make much of his signing. Uh what does that mean for Lamar Peters? I'm not so sure. I was reading an article from Ridiculous Upside. I had Chris Pritchak from Ridiculous Upside on the show a couple months ago to talk about the G League. Knicks now have, I believe, eleven or fifteen players from the G League that um have been called up from the system. Let me let me make sure I have that accurate. Give me give me one second here. the stat is, in the meantime, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. The stat from Chris is that, um, let's pull up this article. 11 players have earned a combined 15 NBA call-ups in six years out of Westchester. 11 players have earned 15 call-ups in six years. Kenny Kenny Wooten was supposed to be one of them, never got his shot. Um, So this is an article on RidiculousUpside.com you guys can check out. My guy, Chris Pritchak, talking about uh, the Westchester Knicks and, and the development program that they have here. One that was um, shined up by Mike Miller. You know, Alan Houston, Mike Miller, and, and so on. Derek Alston, Keith Bogans, Lisa Willis. So, Westchester uh, continues to make a name for themselves. Let's see how that how that translates. But, yeah, certainly, the you know, Westchester's doing their thing. But a little salute to everybody in the chat once again. Great show. Great to be back. Salute to everybody that was tuning in. And uh, hit that thumbs up on for your one more time. Remember, you can get your merch. Merch is available. Get that Knicks Please t-shirt. My man Mitch was rocking it the other day. And we ended up in the papers, you know, back and forth between Dinwiddie uh, commented on it and uh so you know salute to to mitch for always supporting the show um this conversation does not end remember we have the discord group tm and dave will throw the links in discord all you discord users the group chat on discord is always going if you're on if you're a twitter person you want to join the twitter dm group just add us on twitter and just and we'll throw you in the the uh the twitter dm group Uh, Those groups are always going, and the conversation is always continuing. Alright, so um, stay tuned. We got some more content coming up this week. Maybe some more interviews. We'll see. I'll keep you guys posted on that. But as I said earlier, the next phase of the channel, we're going to be going into more uh, season reviews, player reviews, and going into uh, acquisitions free agency, draft, ideal fit, so on and so forth, got some content cooking up with some uh, some very bright and sharp minds, so I hope you guys will tune in, and uh, let me salute to some people before I get out of here once again, salute so to all the mods once again, appreciate it, Ken Scott, appreciate it, everybody who sent the super chat definitely appreciate all the support, uh, who else we got in the chats here, old team hashtag new, Mars Jetson, appreciate it, Money MoneyMark71S, appreciate it. Joey, appreciate it. Lou Lara, appreciate it. Gino, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, just continue to support. Definitely appreciate all the support. And we will check in with you guys later on this week. Hit that notification bell. Hit that thumbs up button for
1: your boys.